Hi, this is Mike Taylor from Jobs Radio. I'm delighted to be joined by Belinda Smith today, who's the founder of Grace Coaching based in Winchester. Uh, Belinda does executive coaching and one-to-one coaching for groups as well. So welcome, Belinda. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, great to be here in the, in the heart of Winchester. Actually. I'm actually looking out the window overlooking the cathedral, which is absolutely wonderful. So um, do you want to give us a quick overview of exactly what you do? Mainly, I work with people who are in transition, so particularly people who are about to leave or are in the middle of transitioning into a new job, and particularly as they start a new job. Right, okay, and uh, when they're looking for a new job, you you have a, a phrase or, or or something you call pause, so what, what exactly is that? Well, pause, um, it's really about, before you make a big decision about changing jobs, it's wise to stop and pause to think it through carefully. And I think preferably with people who are neutral and don't have a vested interest in your decision. And um, when, you're, when you have uninterrupted time to think deeply and test your options. And, and I think that's true whether you're about to change a job, whether you're actively job hunting, whether you're being headhunted or even facing redundancy. It's important to be sure and not respond too quickly to something that seems okay. And pausing is quite counterintuitive, I think, um, especially when the pressure's on around you to keep up the pace, to make decisions, cope with the volume of information that's around you, um, especially if you're facing redundancy and you you want to um, get the next job very quickly. So pausing for a moment is exactly what helps combine that sort of pace and action. Okay, now it sounds very sensible to actually talk to someone who's not in your current situation or, mm. or actually to pause but it doesn't seem as if people do it very often it seems common sense but people don't seem to do it you're right they don't and i think it's intuitively right but people um you know they, they there's such a lot of pressure around you to keep going 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 doing 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 so it is counterintuitive um but i found that actually there's a lot of science that's catching up with explanations for these things and things that we've always things that we've always known so um you know that thing about you wake up in the morning after a good night's sleep and your decision's clear or you're having a walk with a friend or even dare I say it during the washing up and things like those moments are the ones when you get clarity the things pop into your head yes yes things say oh yeah I've made my decision or something's become clear and it's because at those moments you're brain is in a much more restful state and you're accessing a different part of your brain than the one that is at the front of our brains which is where we do every that's that's usually the place that we operate from right so is that the day-to-day functional sort of stuff at the front is it yes it's called the it's it's at the front it's where you have this busyness this sort of beta brain waves that are going on all the time and actually when you're resting you can get much more what's called the alpha brain waves right. which are the ones which um help us make better decisions right okay now you mentioned about chatting it off chatting it with people that are neutral so i guess that means perhaps someone outside your work situation because i know i've been through redundancy a few times myself and you end up huddling in the corner talking to your your fellow workers mm-hmm. and that's perhaps a different view than you would have from talking to someone outside i find that because when you're with your friends and you're all in the same situation that you get a bit of group think going on and that's healthy to tell each other your story but um 
the neutrality really helps because I can be totally on your side but without colluding with you. Right. So, and the other thing that happens is when you're in a redundancy situation or even a decision-making situation, you get your friends and family around you who are giving you great advice Mm -hmm. and want to help you, but they're not neutral. Right. And I think having a coach or even a group of people together who are in similar situations but who you don't know can can provide that space and you don't feel responsible for everybody else's thinking right okay so why doesn't everybody do it why doesn't everyone press the pause button and reflect i think we've forgotten how to do it i really do i think we need somebody to suggest it give our so that we give ourselves permission and we drop that habit of feeling guilty if we're not busy 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 and we need to cultivate reflective habits once again, rather than thinking we should know the answers and be in control all the time. That's my view. Right. <laughs> and I suppose there's so much going on. You've got your smartphone, you've got the television, you've got on-demand, this, on-demand, that. There isn't a lot of time during the day where people just sit still for five minutes and reflect. They don't. We don't. I don't. I one of the joys of taking the train into London from Winchester is that the signal's terrible, so you're actually forced to stop and think. Um, And often I encourage people to come to see me here. I've just seen somebody this morning who travelled down from London and is on her way back now. And, And that travel time has really given her the time to think. And that's what we all need to try and do now and then. So you said you saw someone this morning then. Yes. So what, what sort of things do you do to help people in this sort of situation? So they've maybe been made redundant or they're thinking about changing jobs. What, what sort of things can you do to help them? One of the best things is literally to breathe. It may sound simple, but we forget how to do that. So literally breathe deeply, think, um, and in, in, involve a number of different habits. So... Um, pausing, walking, journaling is something that I encourage people to do as well because that's another forgotten art of actually writing down the things that you're thinking about. Um, so, yeah, that sort of reflective thing. And then when I get people together, or even when I'm coaching people on a one-to-one basis, I ask them two big questions. Where am I now? And that's giving people the chance to notice what it is that's led up to this point, whether it's very recently or over a long period of time. And what do I really want? Which, again, is a massive question that we probably return to and need to return to frequently. But if you can really think those things through, then you get a lot more clarity about where to look for a new job, what's the thing that's going to be most important to you, what the cultures like as well as the contents in your new job needs to be so i guess it's fair to say that most people know where they are now because they've either been made redundant or situations have changed but where they want to go in the future can take longer to actually find out exactly what they want to do and often you bounce from one thing if that you've known into the next thing and that's maybe not going to be the right job for you so thinking about not only the skills that you have, but also the culture that you want to be in and the values of the organisation and 
the relationships that you'll have, whether you're inheriting a situation or whether it's a new job, all those things that go into due diligence when you look carefully at where you're going to spend your time. Right. And I guess um, by you talking or listening to, to what people are saying, then it helps bring it out themselves. So they typically come up with their own solutions. Would that be fair? Spot on. That is exactly like, what yeah. coaching is about, really. It's giving people the chance to hear themselves think. And by being neutral and asking good questions and holding up the mirror and helping people to hear what they've said, all these things enable people to see the way ahead much more clearly. So often people use words like, I can see much more clearly, I feel more confident, um, yeah, I feel more chilled about it all. So all those things really help people to be able to make good decisions and do you find the decisions they made are the ones they thought they would end up making or could they be completely different it varies but the main thing is that people feel confident about their decision and that it's being made for the right reason so yeah okay so do you have any examples of uh, perhaps people who have been through your pause day or yeah I have. I've, I've thought about this. So there's three short stories. Is that okay to tell yeah, you three? Yeah. So, so I was thinking about um, somebody called Jack, not his real name, uh, that I met last year, who's an entrepreneur. And I met him at the time when he wasn't sure if his e-commerce business was on the verge of making the big th- breakthrough. And he talked about the demands from technical challenges, um, a newly expanded team and investors as well as the expectations from his customers and friends and family meant that there weren't just there just weren't enough hours in his day and everything felt felt very blurred for him so when he spent the day pausing it completely transferred uh, sorry transformed his energy and he went away remembering why he was passionate about his invention and to realize that his priority at that time was to be with his customers at that stage so he didn't change jobs. Right. I suppose that, that sounds like a lot of the growing a business and staff issues. It's overwhelm, isn't it? Yes. And he, um, he'd lost sight of why he was doing it. Right. And having the day to think about it reconnected him. And so he was about to throw it all up and say, I've done that and I need to do something else. But actually he went away recommitted to his business. Right. So do you keep in touch with people? I do. I always invite them to come back because I think one of the things that people can really benefit from is having a rhythm of pausing. So it might be, so, so some people do come back and it might be a season later or a year later. Some people come back a couple of years later to remember what it was that they thought about before and see where they've come and to stop again and to literally pause yeah so who's the second example um yeah so frank was somebody who was facing a big reorganization he was in a senior global role and that reorganization was causing him uncertainty and clouding his judgment and he used the day to think through a load a number of what if scenarios and consider what was most important to him he was actually offered redundancy, so he took that. That wasn't necessarily clear to him at the time that he came on the day. 
um, but he thought about what was important to him and he went away and launched his own business and he found, he told me later, that the courage of his conviction was what he discovered on that day. So he was somebody who did change jobs. Right. So had he not come to see you, that decision he made was known to him internally, but you were able to help him bring it out? Yeah, I really believe that. He he might have got to the same decision, but it would have taken him longer, and I don't think he would have been quite as ready to see the clarity, what was clear to him. It would have it would have been a bit like getting through fog. Right. But the day that he had um, the prep that we help people with before they even get there, the day itself and the follow-up really pinpointed. In fact, that was a couple of years ago now and his fledgling business is really flying now. Oh, excellent. Mm. And I think our third example is a female example. Yes, yes. This was a lady, again, not her real name, Renee. Um, and she came along because she wanted to deepen the impact of her charity enterprise and yet keep her work-life balance in check. And I remember very clearly the insight that she had when she realised that she wanted to return to what she called her gritty frontier part of the world where she'd grown up, which was actually in Africa. And she wanted to spend time with the people who'd inspired her and that's that's what she got from the pause day and a year later she came back and this time she she'd um she brought a colleague with her she'd been home to africa and had come back really invigorated and when she brought her colleague along they were there to pause together and think about the next stage so they actually evolved and reshaped their jobs so they didn't change their employer, but they did change their jobs. And got more satisfaction from doing so. Much more. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Well, that's fantastic. So um, do you have any uh, dedicated resources that you could recommend to people if they want to go any further with this type of concept? There's a few TED Talks that I would highly recommend. There's one um, by a guy called Tim Tompkins called The Power of the Pause, which is great. Um, and these TED Talks are what you find on YouTube? Yes, if you just Google TED Talks, you'll find them. So Tim Tompkins. There's another one um, which is called Got a Meeting, Take a Walk. That would be a very good one. That sounds a fascinating title. <laughs> yes, I think it is. It's literally in, in encouraging people to walk and talk rather than necessarily sit down across the table. Anything by Brené Brown. She is totally inspiring. So that's B-R-E-N-E Brown. Um, written loads of books as well. She's really talks about being vulnerable and open and helping you to learn about you and your impact on the world around you. Nancy Klein has got a book and a website called Time to Think, which is packed full of ideas. For people who want to understand a bit more about the actual transition from one thing to another, there's a book called Managing Transitions by William Bridges. It's quite an old book, but I think the concepts in there stand the test of time. And I'd be delighted if anybody wanted to come along to a pause day or contact me about coaching. Yeah, and what's the best way for them to do that? 
my website, gracecoaching.co.uk. Gracecoaching.co.uk. Well, thank you very much, Belinda. It's been a pleasure to meet with you today and a fantastic view of the cathedral. So if you're thinking of coming uh, on any of Belinda's coaching days, then you won't be disappointed. It's a fantastic place and she's a fantastic coach. So thanks very much for your time. Thank you.